You are listening to the Teleperformance Podcast on Spotify. Hello and welcome. I'm Erin Broker, Senior Director of uh, Global Marketing, and I'm thrilled to be here with someone who's been instrumental in the evolution of our company and becoming the global digital business services um, company we are today. So I'm thrilled to be here with our Chief Business Development Officer, Eric Dupuy. And Eric, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Thanks, Erin. Happy to be here. Uh, so Eric Dupuy, I'm the Chief Business Development Officer for Teleperformance. I've been with the company 15 years, uh, starting in Europe and transforming our marketing and business development approach. Uh, I've been in this position for the last four years and happy to uh, answer any of your questionnaires. Wonderful. Because I know, you know, you've been really, like I said, instrumental in helping teleperformance kind of adapt our business model to evolve into, you know, the multifaceted company we are today. So I would love your insights. And one thing I'm noticing is that, you know, for example, the um, customer care space, you know, a lot of companies who have been captive in the past and done everything in-house are now shifting more toward, you know, trusted partners, experienced partners, because there's just so much coming at them now. There's so much complexity. They're not really sure how to handle that. So what are what are you seeing out there? Okay. Uh, so I would say, finally, finally, we see a move from uh, captive to outsource. So if we look at the BPO space and especially... Uh, uh, the customer experience space, on average, 65 to 70% of the business is still operated in-house. What we see today with the different challenge that we're facing, being it the challenge in uh, staffing, the uh, fast-moving technology, AI, GPT, we see companies asking themselves if they should continue to run captive or rely on experts. Many of the captive or in-house operation are aging and they are eating a point where they need to either invest a lot of money to update their infrastructure, to update the way they recruit, they onboard, they train people, to upgrade the way they manage their workforce uh, management, uh, and to integrate into this the digitalization that is ongoing and accelerating. Or if they should rely on experts in the BPO space who can do that uh, better, faster, and optimizing cost. So we see this moving super fast at the moment. And when I say finally, I say finally because for being in industry in this industry for many, many years, we were all expecting this move to happen. Finally, we see that in action and we see this increasing day after day. Yeah, because I know all the everything that's kind of intersecting now, like you said, with the technology, with you know, trying to staff, things like that, it's it's really overwhelming to a lot of companies. So I think you're right, it's kind of just the the right, you know, kind of perfect storm in terms of the timing. Um, what other business benefits, you know, can a company um, enjoy by, you know, turning to a trusted, you know, partner with the experience that, you know, like a teleperformance has? Well, uh, teleperformance has been uh, leading the industry for the last uh, four decades. 
So over the last four decades, we have built an amazing amount of best practices in the different geos where we operate. We've built a lot of expertise in the vertical that we serve. So the very first benefit when companies talk to teleperformance is that they will see and they will quickly understand that we are experts in their business. We are experts of their vertical and we can immediately bring value in how they operate, how they recruit, how they train, how they onboard people. And that's the people side of the business. But more important, they will immediately see that as early adopters of any new technology, teleperformance can help them to transform their business models, to transform their processes, and to operate at a lower cost, delivering similar, if not higher quality. So that's the main benefit for company to uh, reach out to us uh, and, and to work with a well-known partner such as Teleperformance. You're right, because we do have curated best practices, you know, for all of the verticals where they can, you know, hit up that learning curve a lot faster. So very true. So I know you touched a little bit on the, the financial aspect, but, you know, what are the primary financial benefits to um, working with an external, you know, expert? So, so uh, um, the obvious one is uh, a cost improvement. Uh, uh, Teleperformance being a global uh, partner, we have a lot of flexibility and scalability to operate across multiple geos and to find the right balance between what uh, should uh, uh, be operated domestically versus nearshore or offshore. And this is kind of the traditional uh, CX model. On top of that, we have built amazing capabilities to uh, um, uh, improve processes using uh, Link Six Sigma processes or methodologies, using uh, experts in technology, analytics, processes. So we combine the best of both worlds, uh, flexibility on the people side. We can operate anywhere in the world, including from at home, so we have the best uh, people, processes, recruitment, onboarding, training, workforce management, and we combine this with the best of the technology. As a BPO player, one of our key differentiators is our ability to be an early adopter of the new technology and to use those technology to support our people and to support our clients. Many companies are kind of uh, cautious about, hey, do we go for AI? Do we automate this process of this one? Part of our job is to make it a reality. So when companies outsource to us, they get the full benefit across the entire chain from recruitment to integration of technology to quality and to uh, performance and results. And of course, they get the cost benefit of an expert who is fully focused on managing each interaction in the most efficient way. Uh, when it comes to captive, to link with your very first question, it's an obvious move from CapEx to OPEX, moving fixed cost in a, an area of the business that is not necessarily core to variable cost and the ability to optimize those costs through a 
a clear documented transformation roadmap. So those are the key benefits of working with a company and a solid partner like Telecom Homos. Yeah, and you hit on some great things because, you know, another example of, you know, where captives may be a little confused is, you know, this whole, you know, remote work kind of revolution. They're not really sure how to even set up, you know, a, a remote work model that's secure and robust. So I yes. think that's another area that's kind of really pushing those captives in the direction of, you know, external, you know, partner sourcing, if you will. No, absolutely. And by the way, we, 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 we've shown during COVID and after COVID, our flexibility and ability to adapt, moving from full brick and mortar to nearly fully work at home to now better balance between both. Same applies with technology. So uh, today, everybody's talking about AI and GPT. Those are the two buzzwords. But if we look at what we've done with AI and GPT, those are very well-known technology to us. We've been using GPT for the last three years. It is part of our standard solutioning. This is part of uh, what we do on a day-to-day -to, -day to support our client and, and, and move into the next era of uh, customer experience. Yes, absolutely. And it, it creates so much more agility anyway. It's a better model for, for customers you know, going forward um, if they want to move quickly and stay competitive. Um, so for these captives that are now, you know, really rethinking, you know, the, the need to, to find a trusted partner, you know, what do you think is the first thing they should do? Um, so I would say that the very first thing is to have a very clear agenda of what is it that is going to move from captive to outsourced. So clear agenda, clear executive sponsor within the organization. That's probably the very first step. The second one will be to identify a very short list of potential partners. And this short list must be based on uh, stability and experience of the potential partners. That's one, and this is the easy one. Second one is, hey, is there a fit between my business, my company, my culture, and my potential future partner? Best way to evaluate that is that once you have your short list, engage with those two, three companies, uh, uh, get deep into the business conversation, deep into the understanding of the company culture, the approach to the business, the way to manage the people, the operation, the technology, and find or identify as quickly as possible in the process the partner that is or seems to be the best fit. And once you are at this stage, go into uh, detailed due diligence to prepare the transition, to prepare the communication, and make sure that you start to build the team. Because at the end of the day, as a BPO partner, we're an extension of our client. We want to be part of the, of the team. So the sooner you identify the people that we work on the project, manage the transition, and then run the operation, the better it is. And you need to have those people working together, communicating, building the full roadmap before you effectively move to uh, 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 the operation. And if you build that team, then the transition will be easy and smooth, and the performance will be uh, extremely good for your, your, your clients and your business. So those are more or less the three steps executive sponsor within your organization, 
define a clear agenda, identify your shortlist, and quickly identify the one that you feel is offering the best fit and start to build the team, start to build the synergy, start to build the pack that will be successful in transitioning from the captive to the outsource. Right. And, you know, in global marketing, I work on a lot of our branded case studies. So I prepare these, you know, where we look at some of these partnerships and, and that's one of the key elements in all of them is just the close partnership, the joint innovation, just that that closeness, like you said, you know, as an extension of the client's brand, really. Absolutely. Um, and something else you said that's really interesting is, you know, determine your agenda, what you want to move externally. And that's so true because it's not just, you know, customer experience anymore. You know, no. we can we can manage, you know, back office services like, you know, collections, um, finance and accounting, recruiting. So, you know, there are a lot of things now that client that clients or companies can look for, you know, external expertise to, you know, supplement what they're already doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's all about identify the processes that must be improved and transition those into a, a new uh, way of working uh, into building a strong partnership and then add on that as the success is coming. So that's, that's how I would suggest any company uh, to manage a transition from a captive to an outsourced operation. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time. Insightful as always, I always learn something from you. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Harry. What about you? How did you like it? Go ahead and share this podcast. See you later. Teleperformance on Spotify. Feel the connection.